what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. gentlemen i know you like that welcome to episode three volume three of the fantasy formula the most talked about podcast in downtown hickory and possibly some other low-lying areas in the foothills it's good to be back ladies and gentlemen but first let me apologize for putting you loyal lovers and listeners of this fine podcast through the horrors of last week's show. As you guys know, I was on vacation with my wonderful family for five days, then on to Charleston for my Raleigh Sugars League draft, my longest standing draft at 14 years. And in my absence, you wonderful fans were forced to listen to Ad-Rock for a brief 35 minutes of hell. I apologize for that, but I'm here to make it up for you today. For the first time on the mic together... The Three Musketeers, the Fun Bunch, the greatest fantasy trio ever. I am pleased to introduce, first and foremost to the group today, a fantasy champion, a wonderful real estate agent, and a friend. He's Hank Eimer. Hank, how you doing today? I'm doing great. Great to be back. So glad to see you again. It's been a while, but uh, we're glad to have you back here for uh, episode three of the Fantasy Formula. Uh, to my right, sitting in the dunce chair, that's Addison's chair for those who didn't know, the best commissioner of all time. He's L.T. Lawrence Thompson here today, my friends. L.T., how we do? I'm running on fumes for my draft this weekend as well, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to bring the energy levels up here a little bit. I'm excited to be here. Well, we're excited to have you. We're excited to have you, and that's what you normally do is bring the energies up, energy levels up wherever you're around, my friend. Uh, behind us, we've got a fantastic producer, our executive producer, Wheels of Steel, Fingers of Fury. It's J Double J Dynamite Johnson. Double Double J, how we doing today? Right on. Good to see you. Good to see you. So before we jump into this draft, or before our, our, our podcast here, um, let me tell you a little bit about my draft last week. We'll start there, guys. All right. So this draft my, uh, that we had last week was in Charleston, Isle of Palms. Beautiful place, um, beautiful women, you know, beautiful food, great company. And normally when that environment gets around me, Hank, LT, it's normally not good for a good environment for chatties. You kind of feel me? Some things Some could happen. Potential bad. drafting mistakes. It's a game changer. <laughs> They're great introduction to a game changer. Yes, Hank. Um, I went to a bar on Saturday, maybe eight Pre-draft? hours. Pre-draft? Pre-draft. We, Eight hours yeah. pre-draft? <laughs> I think we know what happens to your draft. It's not that other equation. Yeah. It's eight hours it's before. eight hours prior to the draft. And this fine young lady introduced, behind the bar introduced me to a drink called uh, a Game Changer. It consists of eight different liquors and I think banana daiquiri mix. And so after a few, yikoramba. It was not good. We left the bar. Went to, which this was very cool, our draft was uh, on the beach, Isle of Palms, third-story rooftop with a bar and, like, a grill. We were all out there. That's where we set up the draft. Ocean breeze, just beautiful. Sounds now, amazing. 
Beautiful place. Now, now, obviously, you know, eight hours, starting your day eight hours before the draft could mm-hmm. be a potential mistake, but only if, if you know, you're kind of more advanced than the, the other league members. I mean, we, do you feel like the other league members were, were right there with you in spirit and the game um, changer? Were, were they? No, they, no. And I, well, what, this is, uh, y'all know me pretty well, but the pre- two previous nights, I'd stayed up to about five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> you know, and so... <laughs> I'm running on complete fumes when the draft happens. And not only do wow. I have to pick my team, sounds like trouble. but I'm trying to manage. I'm on the mic. You know, I'm doing the stuff. I've got a partner right. that helps me. But it's it's hard yeah. going back I don't think forth. the drink maybe – that didn't do very much. <laughs> it didn't help. Let me just say that. I, I think I think the, the point here, and I'm feeling the same kind of effects right now, is you need to be prepared for fantasy draft season. It's an endurance event sometimes, <laughs> right? And you have to be in good shape. You have to get your sleep, okay? Sleep and be, is important. And be prepared for the rigors, both mental and physical, yes. that are involved in, fan, in, in fantasy drafts. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. Be prepared. Well said. Yes, yeah, very, very well said. So next year, all my, I told my buddies, I was like, it will, I, you'll never see a debacle. Because, you're, you're, ladies and gentlemen, you're getting ready to see the most debacle draft I, that I, that's ever probably been talked about. And uh, it's going to come hit you here in a few minutes. I promise you, next year... There's, there is no way, LT. I think I'm going to slow it. I might not even go down on Thursdays anymore. I might just stick to a Friday, Saturday. Friday, Saturday draft. Yeah, th- Thursday night. You know, that's that turns it into an endurance event right there. It really does. It's rough. Well, let's jump into this thing. We've talked about it enough here. Uh, Hank, I'm going to let you start with the first round. I'm going to go through through round one. This Again, this is a review of my Raleigh League Sugars Draft IOP 14 14- People, one this is who we start. One quarterback, quarterbacks get quarter point for completion, 300 bonus points for, I'm sorry, five bonus points for 300 yards, seven bonus points for 500 yards. So quarterbacks, they can score a lot of points. Uh, we start one running back, one wide receiver, two flex can be wide receiver or running back. Two. Two flex. One, one tight end, one kicker, one defense. Okay, so here we go. Normally, quarterbacks are weighted very, very high in this format. So we start. Adrian Peterson went off the board one, followed by Drew Brees two, Doug Martin three, Aaron Rodgers four, Jamal Charles five, Peyton Manning off the board at six, followed by Arian Foster, who's slipping down draft boards every mock that I see. Trent Richardson eight, Lynch nine. That's Marshawn Lynch from Seattle. C.J. Spiller comes in at ten. Ray Rice at 11, Calvin Johnson 12, Matt Forte 13, and A.J. Green off the board at 14. Hank, what do you think about that first round? Well, you know, first pick obviously is a no-brainer. I think everybody in fantasy football land knows that Adrian Peterson's going first. Second dynamic of your league is 14 people. I mean, you got to make some moves on that first one. So, I mean, I can see how quarterbacks, you know, these guys probably – because if you look at all the mock drafts right now, these quarterbacks are slipping from years past. And so you may – you know, you should be able to pick up a quality quarterback in five, six, seven, eight, nine rounds. But, you know, the Drew Brees – Pick two that you know it's not horrible. Aaron Rodgers still you know great value in that guy right there because you're guaranteeing that your first round draft pick is going to score 30, 40, 50. Peyton Manning, wow. I mean, I I understand that it's a, a quarterback heavy league, but that is early for that guy. I mean, you would see you know those two front quarterbacks going that first that first round, and then another round going through before Peyton shows up. Yeah, I had a draft two weeks ago. 
Breeze and Rodgers did go off the board in the first round. Peyton didn't go off till round three. Right. So I completely agree. A little early, but in this league, and especially this guy, this is one of my good buddies, team named Los Wipos, loves grabbing quarterbacks. He loves grabbing quarterbacks. He's grabbed a quarterback first round for as long as he's been in the league. And we've been around in this league for 14 years. Right. So he's just a quarterback kind of guy, you know? Right. He wanted him. He got him. So, best pick of the draft for the first round right there, Hank, anything that stands out to you? I, I like C.J. Spiller. I mean, I do like C.J. Spiller. I think that he would, in most of them, would go on the first half of that round. And, um, you know, with Arian Foster being a question mark, I, I don't like – I mean, I would have rather had Spiller instead of Arian Foster. I mean, somebody's going to get a great pick out of Arian Foster, maybe pick nine. You know, they eight. hope. Yeah, they, they hope. They hope. They hope. C.J. Spiller, to me, has just – unmatched potential this year you know he could be the number one running back of the entire entire league and so completely agree with you there's a lot of interesting stuff going on here jamal charles going third running back correct yes Mm -hmm. that's running back off the board i mean what what you know obviously had a great year last year you know he was knocking i mean he was getting drafted much later last year that's a huge step up for him right that's pretty amazing um if you if you're taking foster you got to pick up you got to be willing to spend a pick on tate right got to do it and we'll see later. But if he's that great. Happened. But you feel good about that, right? Yeah. I mean, that, that's yeah. you know T- Tate and Foster, and you're good. The only thing is, they're saying Tate's a little banged up now too. He's having some ankle stuff going on, so he has not even practiced. He's not practicing. So let's let's keep our eye on that. Uh, good job, good analysis there, Hank. Let's roll into round two. Uh, LT, let's take this one. You've got Lashawn McCoy was the first pick on the turn, first pick of the second round. Coming to you, LaShawn McCoy of the Eagles. Tom Brady, quarterback, boom. That's four quarterbacks off the board by pick 16, round two. Alfred Morris was next, followed by Steven Jackson. MJD went off a little early round two. Steven Ridley behind that. We saw another quarterback, Matt Ryan, goes off the board, mid-second round. Chris Johnson of the Tennessee Titans, followed by Des Bryant, Brandon Marshall, Darren McFadden, and what do you know, Matthew Stafford goes off the board round two. Uh First tight end was the next pick, second to last pick, round two, Jimmy Graham, New Orleans Saints. I love him this year. He's off the board, second to last pick. And to wrap up round two, Julio Jones, LT. What you think about that lineup there, round two? I mean, we all know I like the first pick in this round, LaShawn McCoy. Sure. You know, new offense, Chip Kelly, it's going to be good. You know, the, you know Tom Brady, the, I think that's that's probably fine. I mean, you know, these early quarterbacks are a little hard to handle. I, th- I think, you know, what you're looking at here, MJD, that's probably a little bit of a reach there. I think, he, I I think, think that's a reach. I think, think that's, that's a reach. Especially um, think about their team's really stinks. And I know he's the focal point, but last year, wasn't he hurt, like, almost the entire year? Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's just getting back out of the game. Yeah. And, and Ridley, uh, Stephon Ridley, I see moving up on people's draft boards, I think. It's happening. I still think that's a little bit of a reach there, too. Those are kind of my two question marks. Um, oh, you know what? I'm going to throw in Darren McFadden in there. That's a little bit early on McFadden. I hey, completely agree. Um, he went round four in another yeah. draft I, mean, I did. They are terrible. Fourth round in another draft. Fourth round. First pick of round four, but Oakland might be – Oakland and Jacksonville will fight for the worst team in the Absolutely. NFL, don't you think? Their line um, is horrible, which doesn't prove well for a running back. And then who are they going to have throw the ball? I think it's Matt, Matt Flynn. Flynn. Yeah, oh, I know who it is. I'm just saying that is not a good scenario. And then they have Pryor as the number oh, two. Oh, Lord, it's just getting worse. Yeah, he's. I mean, it's just will not they, good. I, I know you're a Raiders fan, and we're I not am. picking on them, but will they? What's, what will it take for them to get good again? 
I don't. We've got to get ten years away from Al Davis. I'm sure yeah. you got to get somewhere away from that family because they are not running that organization the way it is. And it, the history behind it and everything. They they have the ability and the. I don't know. The fans. I mean, the fans are want loyal, that, and they yeah. want oh, that team. So loyal. So yeah. loyal. Yeah. Tell me about this. And I'm not mentioning it just because this is my pick in round two. But on the turn, I came back with a fourth pick of round two. I chose Steven Jackson there. He's the Atlanta Falcon running back now. I've read some really good things about Atlanta's offensive line was in pretty good shape. They have somebody hurt on their line now. But still, Steven Jackson with the fourth pick of round two, is that too early? No, I, I like it. He is climbing, and I certainly like it better than MJD, Ridley, or Johnson, who are your other options. No doubt. I completely agree. And let me hit you, hit you with this real quick, too. You saw a, a lot of wide receivers go kind of toward the middle to the end. Yeah. Well, not a lot, but two of the three, three big ones. Yeah. Dez. Brandon, Marshall, and Julio Jones. Rank them. Hank, we'll start with you. Dez, Marshall, Julio Jones, who do you like better? I don't like Marshall because I don't like the Bears, and I don't like Jay Cutler. Okay. So, I mean, I think he's going to produce, and I think that that's going to – but there's going to be this whole year ongoing Jay Cutler, prima donna kind of deal with how bad he is this year. So I don't, mm-hmm. like, I don't like that. Okay, makes um, sense. You know, I, I think Atlanta – is going to be explosive. I know Tony Gonzalez, you know, we're going to talk about him, I'm sure, at the mm-hmm. end. I think Tony Gonzalez is going to prove people he's going to be 80 and still catching a lot of balls. <laughs> uh, your running back there is going to be good. Yeah. Uh, Roddy White is out, right? I mean, he's not out. He's injured right he's now. He's a little banged, banged but up. I think he, yeah, he's not like, going to play the rest of the preseason. I like Julio Jones. That's probably who I like. I, I like I like Brandon Marshall, too, but there's a lot of weapons out mm-hmm. there, and so I don't know if he's, he's going to get a bunch. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think I like – I mean, I do like Brandon Marshall. I like Julio J- Jones the same. I, I think uh, – Dez. Dez is – I mean, uh, Dez – I like Brandon – I mean, uh, Dez – I'm sorry. Dez Bryant and Julio Jones. I think Brandon Marshall with the Jay Cutler scenario is okay. third on that list. LT, what but would they, you say? They were picking those guys in the right place. Julio Jones, I agree, is probably the best value there in that second round, but that's probably where those guys should be. Okay. Um I would. I think Des Bryant. I'm just gonna throw my two cents in here. I like him as the number three wide receiver off the board. Actually, that's. I guess that's where he fits. He's a middle of round two. So yeah, because I'm a running back, running back kind of guy. So I probably wouldn't grab a, a wide receiver that early either. So yeah, that's. You're right. Good spot right in the middle of the second round. Let's move on to round three. So so far, can we review your squad so far? Here is Ray Rice, Stephen Jackson. Yeah. So right. okay, this is about seven thirty in the evening. I'm. You know, the, I'm feeling good. Feel right good. Now. You I'm feel feeling good. pretty good. Right. You know, the game changers haven't really crept up on me yet. I'm feeling them, but not really taking over my whole bodily functions. Okay, let's go to round three. Demarius, Demarius Thomas, first pick of round th- round three, followed by Darren Sproles. Don't forget, we're a full point PPR in this in this league. Okay, right. full point PPR. Andre Johnson, next. Third pick, round three. Larry Fitzgerald, another wide receiver. Arizona off your board. Cam Newton, we see a quarterback go. Fifth pick, round three. Followed by Reggie Bush, Roddy White, Le'Veon Bell, Frank Gore, Colin Kaepernick, quarterback San Fran off your board. Randall Cobb. Andrew Luck goes at the end of round three. Andrew Luck, round three. Vincent Jackson, and the last pick of round three, Victor Cruz. Hank, what you like, what you not like? I like Reggie Bush. I kind of like him. I would, I, I'm ready to see what he's going to do in Detroit. I'm mm-hmm. ready to see what they can do with a real running back in Detroit. Right. So I do like, I like Reggie Bush. Sproles, I love that guy. Yeah. He can catch a ball. You, you've had him a couple I years. I have right? had him a couple years. Yeah. I, he, he will catch a ball. You're not going to get him on third downs. You're not going to get – you know, he's got to run 
for a bunch of yards um, out of the backfield, but I like him too. Colin Kaepernick, I'm not sold on the guy. I, I, I would much rather have Andrew Luck than Kaepernick right there. So I, I would have said that I would have switched those two guys if it were my – you know, if my choice to pick, I wouldn't have picked Kaepernick. I would have had Locke instead if I had to have a quarterback. I completely agree. It's amazing that they don't have Reggie Bush anymore, but they still have so many running backs in New Orleans. I mean, that's the only, you know, that's the problem, right. the only problem. I mean, it's the same thing. It's been the last five years. Mm-hmm. You've got Ingram, Sproles, and Pierre Thomas. Yeah. I guess where we, you know, the the PPR thing, I think last year Sproles caught, I think all those New England running backs catch some balls, but Sproles is definitely the number one running back. Right. To, to catch the ball out of the backfield. Plus, they'll give him the – they put him in space. They'll line him up here. He serves a lot of purposes. Mm-hmm. I like Sproles. To be quite honest, I thought Sproles and Bush would both go in round two, but they slipped, so I thought that was pretty good value. Now, real quick, let's talk about Le'Veon Bell. That's the Pittsburgh Steeler running back. I don't know if you watched last night's preseason game, but he's messed his foot up a little bit. So, round three for a rookie, a little early, a little early for me. Let's yeah. see if he can get healthy. Right. Uh, Is there a rookie keeper role in this league? No rookie keeper rule. No rookie keeper rule. Uh, okay, my pick, round three, toward the end, Randall Cobb, Green Bay wide receiver, number one this year, lines up kind of like uh, in a bunch of different spots, kind of like Darren Sproles. You can line him up in the backfield, put him in the slot, put him outside. Randall Cobb, what are we thinking? We liking that? There's going to be a lot of balls thrown up there. They're going to score a lot of They're points. They're going to score a lot of points. So if you've got to have somebody – you know, you want to have somebody that's going to get thrown to a lot in yeah. Green Bay. I, I like it. Let's, I like talk, it. let's think, I, I look who's him, around me. I have him kind of ranked near um, Mark uh, Colston, who really dropped in this draft quite a few rounds. He did. Let's see who's around me. So, I had a choice of if it wasn't Cobb, there were, Luck was still on the board, Vincent Jackson, Victor Cruz. Newly Luke, injured. Victor Cruz. Oh, that's right. His mm-hmm. foot's all banged up, too. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, out of those, let's say, out of Cobb, Vincent Jackson, and Cruz, I like Cobb the best. Yeah. Y'all feeling that? I do. Okay, right I on. Do. Let's roll on to round four. Round four. This is kind of where might start teetering a little bit for me. Uh, Lamar Miller goes first in round four. That's the Miami running back. Second year, supposed to get a lot of run in Miami this year. Followed by DeMarco Murray. Torrey Smith, wide receiver, Baltimore, Super Bowl champion, Baltimore Ravens. Dwayne Bowe. Reggie Wayne, Hakeem Nix. We're seeing a ton of uh, wide receivers going off the board now. Wes Welker goes then. RG3, round four, eighth pick, goes in that spot. David Wilson, running back, New York Giants. Danny Amendola at 10. Monte Ball, Eric Decker, Eddie Lacy, the rookie from Green Bay, and then Tony Romo, another quarterback, off the board, round four. LT, what you think? I mean, I mean, you know, you know, you gotta love these 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 one two year these rookie running backs are coming out. They're just they're so full of promise, right? You just but you never know. You Every never once know. in a while, they're gonna bust, right? I mean, you know, I mean Eddie Lacy, that's an upside pick. Um, you know, Monty Ball, Lamar Miller. You know those young guys. A lot of potential there, but they could bust. Um, uh, you just don't know, but. You give know, me the bust. Let me t- let me give you four running backs. These young ones. I'm gonna give you five. You give me the biggest bust out of them all. We got Le'Veon Bell in Pittsburgh, rookie. We got Eddie Lacy, Green Bay, rookie. We got Monte Ball, Denver, rookie. That's three rookie running backs in the first four rounds, right? Let's go two two year guys. Lamar Miller at Miami, and then David Wilson in New York Giants. Another two year guy. Who's the biggest bust out of all of them? Oh gosh, you know uh, I'm I'm gonna go. I'm, it's a, it's a flyer, Chad. I'm gonna go Eddie Lacy. You, you That's the at, bust. You look at uh, you look at Pittsburgh. 
you know, you got to look at the system a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh's going to take care of their running backs. They're going to succeed. Um, you know, the same is true in New York, right? Those guys tend to succeed. Yes. Um, you know, that's not necessarily true in Green Bay. That's true. However, I think if we remember from last year, they tried to run the ball. I mean, they were like were 10 or 12 in rushing attempts. They just couldn't do it because they didn't have the talent to run the ball. Right. So they make an effort to run. Sure. That's why I think Eddie Lacy, I think Q will succeed. Hank, who do you think here in this, in this group? The bust. <clears throat> well, the bust, you know, I, I don't know if it's so much a bust – but Ball in Denver, they got a lot of people in that backfield. So I think that maybe he's got value and people are going to see him as value mm-hmm. and probably want to start him as a flex or maybe even a number two guy. But I think that there's going to be so much, many people back in that backfield that it's going to be hard to get numbers that you want out of him. I think Lacey, like you said, last year, why did the Packers run the ball? They had some six, you know, success throwing the ball. Right. Hey, they've got two guys named Ball in the backfield. <laughs> Are they really? It's two balls. Double balls. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> this is nuts. But, <laughs> but I got <laughs> Monty Ball and Lance did Ball. That? Did you get that? That was awesome. Thank you. Um, but I do think that he's just going to have a hard time getting his numbers yeah. with Moreno and the other guys back in the backfield. So you I don't, I don't think Hillman, yeah. Moreno, the other ball. I mean, I agree with you. <laughs> if it was my pick, is Monte Ball too because of the the depth at right. in Denver. Plus, yeah, no, Sean Moreno really came on. You remember at the in the playoffs, he won somebody. I think he won the championship for Josh in our league because no, Sean Moreno. So anyway, I'm not saying draft no Sean in the top 10 rounds or anything but he's still there he's still there all right let's go on we're moving to round five action you know talk to me about my pick it was Dwayne Bow in round four this is when it kind of gets a little a little a little dicey for me but Dwayne Bow is the number one in Kansas City Alex Smith's throwing in the ball I like Dwayne Bow better than Torrey Smith I contemplated Reggie Wayne there I passed on Reggie Wayne and Wes Welker for Dwayne Bow is that the right spot or did I make a mistake there I I think there's a lot of there's a lot of good people right there. I mean, Amendola right now. I mean, people yeah, are all a, about him right now. Too. And if he ends up being the Wes Welker in New England, you did make a bad move right there. True, true, so, true. But, I mean, I, I don't think you can look back. I mean, I think you picked the right guy with was Alex Steven, Smith. Was Steve Smith available? <laughs> we'll find out very soon. But I think <laughs> I, I think you made the right pick right there. I mean, Wes Welker is certainly going to get the ball. If Amendola has a freak-out year, then he would have been the man to pick there. Yeah. But, you know. Amendola is – Traditionally gets hurt, so I was worried right. about that. Yeah, but he's, he's climbing though, and people are oh, people are all up. Are excited. Brady's got to get Brady loves it. Yeah, Brady threw him a touchdown preseason the other day. All right, let's hit round five real quick. We'll fly through this. Jason Witten off the board first pick, round five. Marcus Colston next. Antonio Brown, Vernon Davis, Daryl Richardson, running back, St. Louis off the board there. Deshaun Jackson, Jordy Nelson, Chris Ivory, followed by Pierre Garcon, Ryan Matthews, everybody's favorite San Diego running back. Most of cat who drafted Ryan Matthews a couple years ago, would they never want to see his name again because they'd let him down so much. You know what I mean? But maybe this is his year. Could be. Tavon Austin, Ben Jarvis, Green Ellis, Mike Wallace, and Russell Wilson. Whose turn is it? Is that Hanky LT? Go, go for it here. This is my turn. Okay, go ahead, Hank. Uh, you know, I think the thing that I like about what's happening with your league is seeing that people took quarterbacks and wide receivers so early, you still have some quality running backs back There's here. There's still a few. So, I mean, in the fifth round, I, I don't – 
I don't envision our league doing this. I don't right. envision by fifth, sixth round that we're going to have starting running, running backs, backs on the board. to be there. You know, I mean, Chris Ivory, he is a he is a terror when it comes to injury. So, I mean, if you want a guy that's going to play a quarter of the year, that's your man. See, that's what I'm talking about. There's more risk. You you right. You can draft. You right. You are right. You can draft a running back here later, Hank. But the risk is just so much more than grabbing one early. Absolutely. You know. You know Absolutely. So I mean, I think that there's you know the Marcus Colson, Jason Witten. Um, Vernon Davis, uh, Jordy Nelson, another receiver that's going to get a bunch of balls. Uh, you know, your quarterback, Russell Wilson, Ryan Matthews. Somebody's got to run the ball there, and I know Somebody's he's one of a few. Yeah, but, true. you know, I, Deshaun Jackson, he can't have as bad a year as he did last year, could he? You know, so, I, I mean, I think that there's still some – you can fill some voids, but I'm amazed that there's running backs that are actually going to be playing true, in, this point. Lead, in this round. Very good point. Um, let's look at it real quick. I chose Tavon Austin. Okay, so this is when we start. I'm starting to game, cha- game changers <laughs> starting to take effect to my body here. And so I go up on the board. I do like Tavon Austin. I'm thinking I drafted him a round or two early. There's still a lot of talent round on the board. Round or two to three to four to five rounds po- early. Possibly. I like – I'm going to stand behind the pick. All right, I'm standing behind the pick, but I think it was a round two early – um, I should have – now that I look at the board here, I'm thinking I could have maybe grabbed – I don't like Mike Wallace this year. He went a couple picks later. I guess I could have grabbed my quarterback there at the end of round five, Russell Wilson. He was really, I think, the last one – he was the last one on the board. I think we've seen 12 quarterbacks go by round five. So maybe so, I should have grabbed him there. So you didn't have a quarterback at this point? There was two guys that didn't draft a quarterback. It was me and my buddy BP. And at this – the last pick, round five, oh, Russell Eli Wilson. Manning was – Oh, go ahead. I mean, he was through Mount Rounds. I'm sorry. Yeah, I yeah. jumped ahead. Yeah, true. Um, anyway, so that was the Tavon Austin pick. This is where it starts really going downhill. Let's go to round six. Round six, Tony Gonzalez. Uh, Hank, I lo- know you love him. Atlanta tight end off the board. First pick, round six. Now, we got the rookie from Carolina playing at Cincinnati, but the Tar Heel, Giovanni Bernard. Had, have you all watching Hard Knocks? I was, I was going to go. I was, uh, so, we, we, had a, uh, we, had a, we had a guy at my, at my draft this weekend that said, you have to watch Hard Knocks if you haven't watched it yet. And the highlight of the show is really Giovanni Bernard. Absolutely. He is this little, little man. Uh, do you know his, the uh, stats on him? Do you know his height or weight or anything? He's less – I want to say he's 5'9". Maybe. maybe. So, so he's a small man. 5'9", 208. He is a small man, but he can cut. I mean, you watch these videos, you watch the tape, and he can cut. It's amazing. He looks like a starter out there, but then you start hearing the linebackers – and they love to play him because they know if they get their shoulder into him, it's going to be big time. And they're they laying love him to out. hit him. You're right. That first episode, Comedy. they were just trying to knock his butt on the ground. They were picking and, on. Oh, they were picking they, on. They made a point to knock him. They're trying to knock him out. Small little rookie. Yeah, but I think big things from him. I was surprised to see Ben Jarvis, Green Ellis go in front of Giovanni Bernard. To be quite honest, in this draft. I like Bernard better. More potential. Uh, next, we saw Jermichael Finley. We're seeing a little run on tight ends here. Steve Smith. <clears throat> goes off the board there in the round six, fourth pick. We'll talk Panther? about <laughs> I think it says Tampa Bay receiver Steve Smith goes off the board there. That's unfortunate. Yeah, we'll talk about that here in a minute. Rashard Mendenhall, Arizona Cardinal. There he goes. Miles Austin, Cecil Shorts, D'Angelo Williams running back. You're a Carolina Panther. Antonio Gates, Greg Jennings, DeAndre Hopkins a little early. I like him, but a little early here in round six. Shane Vereen, T.Y. Hilton, and Sean Green. LT. There's, there's, there's something a little – 
stinky. So that kind of jumps out at us. Can you, can you can you give us any background on the? Yeah, let's look at let's look at maybe the pick four in round six. It looks like it's Steve Smith, though Tampa Bay wide receiver, not the Carolina Panther wide receiver. You would think that the Carolina wide that's, receiver would go first. Typically, that's where you would slot is, him is there. Steve yeah. Smith, the Tampa Bay wide receiver, still in the league. I think he – last time I looked, it said N.A. beside his name, like non-available or non-active. And unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, yes, uh, your podcast master here, Chad East, put Steve Smith, Tampa Bay wide receiver, on the board in round six instead of Steve Smith, Carolina Panther. This, let's all learn a lesson from this. When you're doing your draft boards, if you do, if you do the stickers like we do, sometimes there's a dude's name that's, that's another – there's another Steve Smith or Chad East or whatever there. Chad, Chad if you don't mind me. Interrupting. Sure. Folks, this is a stunning, <laughs> absolute, awful, rookie, just just amateur hour. You, you'd, you'd expect it from Addison. If it was Addison, you wouldn't be that surprised. But we, we really expect a little bit more from Chad. JJ, can this you remove LT from the, uh, the room immediately? I need to remove him from the room, please. <laughs> no, but I completely agree. I mean, and just for the record, Steve Smith is, in fact, a free agent. So he's he's look he's out there looking for a team. Exactly, and as of yesterday, he is no longer on the Game Changers team. He was cut <laughs> yesterday, so now he's not only a free agent in the real NFL, he's a free agent on in our fantasy football. So team. how did good your, managerial move right there? So how did your league react to that? When or at what point was this discovered? This and is, how did the league react? This is a wonderful. Uh, this is great this stuff. This is a here. wonderful point that you bring up. So this happened in round six. No one noticed this until round. 10 round 10 so i'm outside i'm kind of we're taking a a slight break and then the next thing i know i walk into the and back into the room and i feel a few like beer cans hit me in the back of the head and a lot of booze directed right at right at me you know directly like it's at me and i'm like what happened and it's just a lot of laughter a lot of laughter and i look up in round 10 steve smith on another person's team and then i realize the faux pas that had been made so now, they, do you have a penalty? You know, in our league, for something like that, there's there's a problem with doing something like that. And it usually, it, it, it's not good. Requires tequila? Yeah. Yes. Uh, um, at this I, point, I, there was no more alcohol. Could they, <laughs> I could absorb any more alcohol. I couldn't do it anymore. I think, uh, I think uh, as rough that is, that is for your team, you know, that you're trying to build here, for your ego, you know, your morale. Sure. That's, as rough as it is, you have to look at the silver lining, which is that you gave – Thirteen of your friends, great joy, <laughs> right? So that's true. a and that's a positive, and so they thank true. you for that. Yes, and three thousand listeners to the Fantasy Formula, we're bringing joy right now. Right? Yeah, like, absolutely. That's, that's what's happening. I, that's what's I, happening. And and and, and I, I'd like to add that this this happening, uh, the news of this happening has literally swept the town of Hickory. I was <laughs> I was at the local garage today. Aiken Black, a fine establishment, <laughs> getting some car work done, and I heard about it there before I ever heard about it here on the Fantasy Formula. It's 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 sweeping sweeping town. Well, listeners, again, learn the lesson. Don't let it happen to you. Pay attention to the fine print on the little labels. If it's you know, you got to look at the team name on the label too, just not the name of the person, but the team name. So I'm glad I can. It happened to me, so you guys can learn from it. Just don't let it happen to you. All right, so about this round, my friend, round six, anything besides that one? I know that's the dud of the entire draft, but what did you like in round six? Because there's one that really stands out to me that I really love in round six, LT. Let's hear it. Shane Vereen. Shane Vereen in New England this year, he's lining up just like uh, Sproles. He's lining, lining up just like Randall Cobb. He's in the backfield. He's in the slot. They're pitching him the ball out. He's catching it. 
I love him this year. Round six, he probably belongs there, but I could see him maybe even climbing up draft boards to round five. That's just wow. mine. He's taking all the Woodheads. I, he'll take his and Woodheads. So it's I, I agree with exactly you. Exactly right. So, so we, I mean, I, you know, to summarize here a little bit, you know, you've got, I think, some pretty standard uh, wide receivers going in this round, but really some interesting running back, you know, between Bernard and Vereen. Um, D'Angelo goes off the board there. We know what's going on in Carolina with Jonathan Stewart Mm -hmm. still not being able to hit the field. If he can't play, D'Angelo's going to get some run. So, uh, you know, D'Angelo in the last couple of drafts we've done, he's been lasting to round eight. But with what's happening to Jonathan Stewart, he's climbing fast, climbing fast draft. And there's a local favorite, uh, Torin Poole, currently third string, works out in Hickory. Is that right? Yeah, Yeah, correct. It's all going on in Hickory, ain't it? Yeah. Got to love this town. All right, let's go hit round seven real quick. We started with Stevie Johnson, wide receiver, wide receiver Buffalo Bill. Anquan goes off the board next. Eli Manning, there's the other quarterback you were talking about, round seven. And what is so funny about this, because everybody knew my strategy of waiting, they started getting second-round quarterbacks before I could get my first in this spot. Do you they, see what's happening? It oh, yeah. felt like they were doing that t- to you. Yeah. For for absolute, there's an absolute fact they were doing that because I, they know I wait. They know I wait, and they were trying to Their burn. Draft me. strategy was yeah. go after Chad. That's right, burn Chad, burn Chad. <laughs> Eli followed by Andre Brown. We saw Gronkowski. He goes. He wait. He lasted till round seven. Oh. Round seven. Wow. You know, and you've heard about what's happening to Gronkowski. They're saying he looks so good right now. He oh. might get to play a little bit earlier than anticipated. Yeah. What is still in round seven? Ahmad Bradshaw goes next. Sidney Rice, Mike Williams, Mark Ingram, Michael Vick, another quarterback, goes off the board before I get my second one. So that's another backup to a team off the board. Lance Moore goes next. Emmanuel Sanders, Kenny Britt, and then Andy Dalton. Another quarterback goes before I get my first one. Hank, come on, give it to me. I think this round was a great round for a lot of people. I mean, we already talked about Eli Manning. He is consistently in the top tier of quarterbacks, and to get him at round seven is huge. Gronkowski, without a shadow of a doubt, if that man has the kind of year and you know that if he's on that field, he is going to get the ball. The, the rookie tight end that's there that's playing right now. Sudfield or Sudfield. Sudfield or something. Yeah, he's playing great. And But, you know, he, Brady will feed them so much that if Gronkowski is on that field, that is a great value. Uh, I think some of these other receivers, you know, the older guys, Sidney Rice, the uh, Anquan Bolden, right. you know, I mean, those are – it could be good guys because they're not going to have the kind of – you know, they're going to be alongside somebody that's going to get a lot of attention. Um, I think Kenny Britt's a bust. Do you really? I don't like Tennessee, though. No. And so I, I just don't like Kenny Britt. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that there's probably some other receivers that you – that I would have taken before him or – looked at other positions I mean certainly I don't know what his team is stacked up like but I just don't like Kenny Britt I don't think he's going to produce this year yeah good point there Kenny Britt's got the the potential to be a superstar but he's got Jake Locker I think throwing to him so that hurts but let me a tidbit of information I think LT wants to say something too you know if Gronkowski does come back early this new tight end this Sudfield or whatever they're thinking about lining him up where Aaron Hernandez was dude Two tight ends again in New England doing mm-hmm. damage. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's it could happen. Yeah, it could happen. He can catch too. I mean, that oh, Sudfield yeah. guy's He's got great hands. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, uh, anything you want to say about this one? Yeah. LT? Interesting to see Vic kind of climbing above some other quarterbacks like uh, Bradford, Rivers, Palmer that you think might go before him. Clearly, um, exactly. Clearly, uh, Titroggins. Is excited about his potential sure. in the new offense. So he's Detroit has Kaepernick, 
and now Michael Vick. Vick. And you know Michael Vick was named the starter today. Mm-hmm. You heard that, so who knows? Yeah. Michael Vick with a little confidence that, you know, a, a round seven pick in Michael Vick to be a potential top five quarterback in the league because it could happen. You know, it's happened before. In round seven to get that value, we'll see. We'll see. All right, round eight. Here we go. Brandon LaFell goes first pick of round eight. Vic Ballard next. Golden Tate. Everybody likes Golden Tate in Seattle this year. He slips to – I thought he would go earlier. Last till round eight. Sam Bradford off the board. Yes, that's my first quarterback. That's who I chose in round eight is Sam Bradford. I'm a little worried at this moment. A little worried. James Jones next. Phillip Rivers goes uh, two picks after Bradford. Jared Cook next. Carson Palmer. I wavered between Bradford and Palmer. I think Palmer's probably going to have a good year this year. Alex Smith Smith was next. Ronnie Hillman. Seattle D. First defense off the board. Round eight. Chris Gibbons, followed by Fred Jackson and Michael Bush. What you got, Hank? Uh, LT. Uh, I'm sorry, LT. Jump on so, so you're telling what, what I'm what I'm hearing here is that in a quarterback heavy league, you waited until round eight and you took a tier five ish quarterback as your starter. Because what I thought Sam would happen, Bradford. what happened in round seven, I wanted Eli. Okay, I wanted Eli. I was like, I was thinking to myself, no one is going to pick their backup quarterback now, so I can still get my the guy that I wanted. And I really wanted Eli. Well, there goes Eli. I, I know that you're supposed to wait until we go through the whole draft to kind of review your entire team, but I'm just going to go ahead and say that this draft was it was it was kind of a disaster for you, Chad. It was a debacle. I will completely agree. I mean, I pride myself on having good drafts year after year, mm-hmm. and my last real bad draft was that league that the one I was in with y'all. Where I, remember that one where I think I won two games all year. It's horrible. This one, this one's very close. It's. It's yeah. sad. We, we it's need, sad. I, I think after when we're done here, I want, I want to talk about the ability to bounce back from a bad draft. <laughs> the potential there. I, you know, okay, so there's still, um, you know, I, I like uh, people um, kind of scraping around, still looking for some running back value here. Again, you know, there's still, you know, there's some, you know, obviously we're not talking about starters now, but we're talking about a Vic Ballard, um, a Ronnie Hillman, who, who actually um, – I like him. You know, maybe a good pick. Yeah. Um, and Fred Jackson, Michael Bush, obviously a backup for Forte there. There's some value there. Um, I like I like what people are doing here. Out of these four quarterbacks, who would you take as your backup? We've got Bradford, Rivers, Carson Palmer, and Alex Smith out of those four. They all win in Lord knows out. we don't want him as our starter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn, I won't hey, have you that. ever seen – I mean, has a player fallen out of favor quicker than Rivers? We know it happens oh, in fantasy man. all the time. True. But that's amazing. I'm willing to I'm willing to take a flyer on Rivers on the bounce back. Hmm, okay, I like that. I like that. This next few rounds, let's just highlight a couple of the picks. You know, round nine, Hank. I'm going to mention this to you because it was Darius Hayward Bay. He was a Raider. Now he's a Colt. He's in a, a tough spot. I think this T. Y. Hilton. I don't know if we've talked about him yet, but that dude is going to be a superstar. Yeah. So Hayward Bay is competing with him there. Uh, ben Tate, there you go. Our guy who drafted Aaron Foster did not, did not get him. Did not get all the way in round nine. Wow. You would think if you get Foster, you go get Ben Tate. Yeah, maybe right. round you seven know, or eight. You know, you just you just go you just go one round ahead. Does he and really need Chris Givens? Exactly. I mean, that's that's exactly. that's a mistake right there. Great, great call there. Ryan Broyles getting a lot of love in Detroit, opposite of Calvin Johnson. So he went in round nine. Shab. We also said we saw Shab go eighth pick. Uh, who do you like better, Shab or Bradford? Bradford. Yeah, Yeah. I think I like Bradford better. I'm with that, too. Another interesting thing in round nine, and we'll move on, Percy Harvin. You know he's hurt. He goes in round nine. Percy Harvin. Is he – 
we don't even know if he's going to come back. But I guess in round nine, is that where you roll the dice? Or I think I might wait a little bit longer. Yeah, because, you know, with his headaches, it was it was minutes before the game that he would say, I'm not playing. So, I mean, it is hard to bet on Percy Harvin. That's very true. He could ru- yeah, he'd ruin your season. You start him a couple of times, goes out with a headache, that's three L's. Right. Sleep. Round 10, here we go. A couple another, a couple good ones here. Vincent Brown. Now, I chose Vincent Brown in round 10. Philip Rivers got to have somebody to throw to. They're saying Malcolm Floyd is number one, but Vincent Brown is creeping, creeping, because they lost that Denario Alexander in the mm-hmm. preseason. He's out for the year. Look for big things from Vincent Brown this year, guys, big things. We also saw Josh Gordon, wide receiver in Cleveland. He's suspended for three or four games, but he will be Brandon Whedon's go-to receiver in Cleveland, and this Brandon Whedon kid in the preseason is making it look easy. Granted, it's preseason, but after last year's debacle, he's playing very, very, very good ball. And then you see in round 10 at the bottom, Steve Smith from the Carolina Panthers goes in round 10. (sighs) Let's move on. Round 11, highlighted here. The first kicker goes off the board. We try to make a point. Kickers should never go off the board between, un, until the last round. This dude's going off in round 11. Garrett Hartley, we're 14 rounds, and this dude's going in round 11. This is just horrendous. Unbelievable. This is horrendous. Um, other interesting ones, Danny Woodhead. I think, Hank, you mentioned him earlier. San Diego, if Ryan Matthews can't get it done, mm-hmm. look for Woodhead to get some run. They're already talking about 50-50 right now. It could be more if Ryan Matthews continues to fumble because that's his big thing. He can't stay on the field, and he fumbles. Jordan Cameron, y'all heard about this tight end? Cleveland caught two touchdowns preseason game. He's, he's built like Jimmy Graham. Good tight end sleeper this year, y'all. Good tight end sleeper. Next up, round 12. Nothing really stands out too much. Y'all see anything good there? There's a no-shaw Marino off the board. Yeah, Last that, pick. That. Uh, Powell, running back from the Jets, you know, with Ivory sitting there. I mean, he could be, he could end up being somebody because Ivory has not been healthy for a year Great coming out. So, I, I like Powell there. I mean, he could end up getting some numbers. If Ivory can't play, Bilal Powell's next in line, and they got to run the ball at the right. Jets. they got nothing else to do. I, that's a good, good point. I like that pick, too. Uh, round 13, Pierre Thomas. That's the New England uh, – I'm sorry, New Orleans Saints running back. Deep on the depth chart, but he always seems to score touchdowns and get in the game. You know, he's always playing. He goes off the board there. Another sleeper I like is Reuben Randall went off the board in round 13 in the Giants offense. He shall catch a few. And then in round 14, Dustin Keller, who picked him up because I believe he's out for the season. Another pick by me. Another pick, Dustin Keller, out for the season. On Did my you team. see him just sidestep that? You weren't even going to bring that into the play. <laughs> I wasn't even going to talk about that at all. I drafted this before the injury, so, okay? This this team was selected before the injury. Okay. But anyway. It's still, it's still tough. It's tough. Your team's hurting. <laughs> Thanks a lot. All right, so interesting thing here. We've seen the teams. Yahoo has this new thing that they give a report card. Okay? Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> they take everybody being held drafted. back. Dude, I'll – with a D plus, oh. with a D plus, I barely escaped failing. But guess who had the best? They, Yahoo ranked your draft a D, D plus. plus. The computer, the machine, is bringing you down. Exactly. But the dude that had the A plus, he was the Arian Foster draft. So I mean, anyway, I think Yahoo don't know what the hell they're talking about. To be quite honest, but you know, <laughs> everybody's out for Chad. They always are. They everybody's always are. out for Chad. Well, great job, guys! Fantastic review of the. Um, the Raleigh League Sugars Draft 2013. It was a success. And with that, let's take a quick break to thank our sponsors. 
We'll get back to your show in a moment. Just a reminder, you're listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Find out more at themesh.tv and give us feedback on what you like. And now, as promised, back to your show. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Thanks, Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Formula, the hottest podcast in all of Western North Carolina. At this moment, I, let's have LT talk a little bit about his draft that he just had last weekend. LT, go ahead. So I, I was just returning from the uh, Battle Dome draft. I was the – as champion, I was hosting the draft. This is a, a draft with, with uh, high school friends. I was hosting the draft in beautiful New Hampshire. Um, before, this is an mm. auction draft. <laughs> This is an auction draft, so we're, I want to get into a little bit about what makes an auction draft kind of unique and some strategy issues that you might want to think about going into an auction. Make sure you're prepared for those if you have an auction draft. Before we, we, we get into that, Chad wants me to give you a little color. Yes. Um, I'll tell you, what we did this year, which was great for, for the people that are doing a travel draft, mm-hmm. is we did a whole Olympiad okay, around the draft. Started the night before, started Friday afternoon with golf, okay? We had home run wiffle ball, home run derby. We had, uh, we were on the lakes, we had canoe racing. Um, we had like a diving event. We were like paddling around on the mats. Just wow. Be, just being idiots. Impressive. Um, cornhole, obviously, ladders, um, some more pool. It was a great um, kind of backdrop for the draft. I mean, it kept us running the whole time. Um, it was a lot of fun. And added, Sounds you know, like just it. another layer of competition for the weekend, which was great. Sounds yeah. like the difference between your draft and our draft, we're always in a bar for like eight hours a day while you're out enjoying nature. Yeah, we, we were drinking good. beer at the lake, but, awesome. but, I, but I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> enjoying nature. This, this draft, we were enjoying nature to the utmost sure. up in New Hampshire. All right, getting into the auction draft. Now, now, just in case people aren't familiar with this format, what we're doing here is that everyone gets a certain amount of money going into the draft – and, and a player comes up, and everyone asks how the players are chosen. You nominate like a snake draft, but when you, your turn comes up, you're just nominating a player. And then it goes up for draft. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you could, you could you know, uh, up to your limit, draft as much as you want for any one player. So if you want Adrian Peterson, you can get him if you're willing to spend the money. What's the time period? On the auction when it well, starts? It, it, it's literally – so we're doing it on the computer. I think it might be tough to do – in a live group, you know, would be my one kind of thought. Mm-hmm. Haven't done that before. We're doing it on the computer. Um, and so the time, you know, the time limit is after someone posts the last bid, it's going three, two, one. So if, so if no one bids, so there's not really a real time limit like you're thinking of in a snake draft. If, if someone, if there's only one bid, you know, for $1 for a player, about a couple seconds later, it'll start counting down, and that'll be short. Okay. But then you might have someone like an Adrian Peterson that's starting at $5 and getting bid up in increments of one or two or three, and that's going to take a little bit longer. And then you get into the whole issue of, of people battling over players. You know, mm-hmm. There's that whole element, just like you would think, in an auction. <clears throat> Excuse me. And let me tell you, that's a potential problem. You've got to be careful. We've seen it 100 times. It's one of the great humor moments in the league. And I have to admit, happened to me this year, when you see a player that's about to go and you don't think that, 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 uh, that he's reached full value, so you try to bid him up to get to full value, 
and you get stuck with, with him. him. You think for sure, you know, if it's going for 24, I could say, oh, I'm going to hit him up to 25 or 26 just to make sure that they're paying full price, but you don't really want the player, and you get him. And that happened Who was to me. That player? I, t- I, had, I had RG3 um, relatively early in the draft, and then it was Matt Stafford uh, that I took. Not a bad, n- yeah. not not bad to have RG three and Matt Stafford. But the question with an auction is, you could have, you know, kind of like a snake draft. You could have been spending that money oh, somewhere so else. Nice. Sure. Um, now, now the big, the big, what I want to kind of paint up for people, and I've got a humor moment in here, working up to it. Um, you know, y- you basically have three strategies, right? One is to go big or go home early, and you see it. I mean, we have one, we have one team right here to show you or to go over. Where they have uh, Marshawn Lynch, Ray Rice, Jamal Charles. Oh wow! So they spent half three the players more than that half. you would consider to be t- to be first round. Sure, sure. Okay, their next player didn't go until about what you would consider to be about the sixth or sixth. Well, and heck, it was. I mean, that's not even accurate. He probably didn't get someone until about the ninetieth player. I mean, he's his next player off the board is Ryan Otten. Jacksonville tight end. <laughs> Dion, oh, Dion Sims, Miami tight end. Come on. Double tight end. Richard Mendenhall. I mean, that's the problem. When you draft really big early, you get yeah. a bunch you know, you What's get a bunch of quarterback. Stuff. Who did you get what quarterback did Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me that isn't right. That's correct. Oh, it couldn't have been. All right, so it's, oh, it couldn't have been. It's, it's oh, things in here. That oh, was that awesome. Was, uh, mm, that mm, was mm. pretty brutal. And I think, <laughs> oh, and there, okay, here's another example. Same, same phenomena. Adrian Peterson and Arian Foster went for the same team. Oh. That's $72 and $66. That's $140. He only has $60 left. His next team off? 49ers D. <laughs> Hakeem Nix. James Sam Bradford, <laughs> Russell Wilson, <laughs> and you know he did okay. I mean yeah. that team's not bad, but it's clearly front heavy now. And this is the humor moment. We had another guy. There's the other option, which is to try to wait for value to occur after all the the idiots are kind of sorted out sure. by overbidding for the for the big names. We had one guy. We had gone through what would be the equivalent of about. 40 or 50 players. So we're talking about like the equivalent of like going through the fourth round. He had drafted no one. Waiting, so waiting. imagine he's waiting. Yeah. He's waiting for his moment. Chatty he's strategy. Waiting <laughs> he's waiting. He's waiting. This isn't and we're all sitting no. here saying, what is this guy doing? Oh, oh and by the way, he, he was, he had gone radio silent on us too. <laughs> so we didn't know what he was doing. Okay. We couldn't, we couldn't. He had a little panic in the us. air. Do you feel a little panic in the air when you look at him? We're like, what's going on over here with this guy? Um, then all of a sudden, D- Danny Amendola comes up, okay? And the bidding is about, about $14. And all of a sudden, this guy who has no players, $200 left, <laughs> it's $115 for Danny Amendola. Apparently, he'd been trying to type in 15 <laughs> And miskeyed one fifteen. So does he get stuck with Which that? Would have taken him. Yeah, out. that's a Steve Smith moment exactly. right there. It's a little bit of what do you, what do you we, do? we uh, after you know kind of the moment of hilarity that he gave us, like I was talking to you earlier. Yes. We decided to go ahead as an obvious you know keyboard malfunction to back it out. He's got, got good friends, hey, but you got a lot of friends. But the story is not over, okay? Because this guy made, and I think this is a critical mistake here. He waited too long. He ended up, we get down to the end of the draft, 
And he realizes he has $40 left, wow. which is, you know, a huge chunk of his the budget. the best kicker in the land. <laughs> and he got Matt Bryant for $40. Oh, come on. I kid you not. Uh, and just to give you a sense, aye, aye, aye. give you a sense, that's a $40 is, is, a, is a Matt Forte or a Frank Gore. I mean, you know, any of those guys are going for $40. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you can get a lot of value for $40 that he just completely missed out on. So you get the point here that I'm trying to illustrate. There is a in an auction draft, you've got to manage the whole process. You can't you can't go all big at the beginning, mm-hmm. okay? And you can't wait too late because if you wait too late, there's just not enough players to get out there. They're all gone, sure. you know. So you can you know you've got to be able to strike a balance, pick up a couple big name players without burning through your whole budget, but certainly don't wait too long. That's that's a big mistake. Chad, can Absolutely. I ask you a question about sure. one? How do you think this strategy would work on the uh, on your format? You know, eight hours of drinking and then going <laughs> oh, to draft, having to manage I, money yeah. and great question, Hank. I probably would end up with four kickers, two <laughs> defenses, and a tight end. It could, Steve, be it, Steve's <laughs> it could be better than the team you have today. No doubt about it. No doubt just, about it. Just as a little one more side note on this draft. Steve Smith, Tampa Bay free agent, was not drafted. <laughs> Man on the field. Thank you very much. And actually, that's a good description of the auction league. We, we don't have any leagues in Hickory that participate in the auction, but that would be fun. Maybe a couple years down the road when we create one. Good job there, LT. I, I would especially, you know, uh, for people that are doing – um, doing an online-only draft where you're not meeting in person, I would strongly consider, you know, tell you to consider it because it's it's great. It is better online, I think, than a snake draft. Perfect. Snake draft, I think, still probably better Live. in person. Sure, Live. completely agree. Um, well, well said. And before we leave today, it's it's been great having you guys here today. Oh, um, we time. have our big draft this weekend, Saturday. Three o'clock it starts. We're going to the lake house. Cornhole tournament kicks off at three. Draft normally starts around six thirty. I'm pumped. I'm excited about it. It's always a fun draft. You know, we go on the lake a little bit. What are the what are you looking Hank, I know you're drafting two. I know you don't want to give away your draft secrets, but do you have somebody, maybe not your number two pick, somebody down the road that you hope ends up on your team? Is there a player that you would like to have on your team? Number two, I'll just – can I address number Go, two first? Just, yeah, just okay. hit me with whatever so, you want to talk about. I am the number two pick, and, yeah. and I don't like it. I don't okay. like it at all. I was number two la- uh, last year, and I took uh, Tom Brady. Okay, mm-hmm. Had a good year, ended up second in the league, had a great year. But the, the key to number two for me is health. Everybody that's from two to six has a question mark, except a couple. True. Except a couple. So it's going to be interesting to see where this falls out over the next few days. As far as next rounds – I think quarterbacks are big. I think quarterbacks are big, and there's a a chunk of quarterbacks that are really up at that top. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if a quarterback would fall to me at two in the second round, which I don't think is going to happen, that I would would want. You would grab him. That I would grab him. Maybe. Maybe. But I don't know how that's going to play out. I think I I like – a lot of guys. It wouldn't offend me to go back, back, back. Our league's back, you know, if you can get them. Um, but I do think that I have before walked into drafts and said, I'm going quarterback, I'm going running back, I'm going running back, I'm going receiver. This one is kind of an – I know I don't want Darren McFadden. Right. <laughs> you know, I know that there's some guys that are coming back around to me that I don't want. Right. And so I think, I, I think that I would really uh, – my second and third picks – are going to be the two be key. are going to be key for me. I mean, I, they all are, mm-hmm. but I do feel at number two, 
your second round and your third round are just so important, just like you have at 11. Just like I mean, your first three picks are so important. It's because once you make that pick, you know you're going you're going to wait another twenty some picks before right. you can pick again, and that's a long time to wait. So you got to make sure you have success with those number pick number second round and third round. Completely agree. Um, well, so LT, anything yeah, that you're I, really yeah, looking forward you know, to this, this you know, I weekend? Hate, I hate to, to be non-informative, but I'll tell you, I am literally going to have sleepless nights from here until Saturday because I don't know what to do either. Sitting on the sixth spot, obviously going to have to be a little bit reactive, kind of get a sense of how I feel about these players. Um, you know. It's got to be better than the last I'm few right for you. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be better because – Hank's a champion. He's sitting across me. I'm a two-time champion in this league. I've really struggled in this league. <laughs> I've really struggled in this league. Um, I don't know how to explain it. I'm looking to redeem myself this year. I need to just get on the stick and really get it done. I think this might be your year, LT. And before I wrap it up, you know, I'm dra- I drafted 11 in this Raleigh league that we just went through, and I'm drafting 11 in our Hickory League, too. It can only get better. I guarantee you it can't get worse, right? It yeah. cannot get worse. So, with that being said, again, guys, thank you so much for coming. I'd like to say, Addison, we miss you, but we don't miss you a lick. JJ, good looking out back there. And uh, we'll review this draft, okay? So next Tuesday, we're going to come back and we'll talk about exactly what happened during our draft. And I hope uh, it brings you all the players that you want. I appreciate that. I hope you have a much better draft. Thank you. I'm looking to have fun Saturday. Absolutely. Can't wait. Until then, Fantasy Formula, over and out. Peace. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.